The great thing about flower remedy therapy is that it's kind of intended to help the individual heal themselves and teach them how to be their own therapist and doctor and healer. And why we're doing this work is really to connect to joy of living. From To Be Magnetic, this is the Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. destination for neural manifestation, we dispel the woo-woo in order to help you create real, tangible results based on neuroplasticity, psychology, epigenetics, and energetics. Our goal is to normalize the practice of manifestation and empower you to get into the driver's seat of your life in order to manifest the experiences, relationships, and things that most align with your authenticity. Part of our manifestation process entails expanding past your limiting subconscious beliefs. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast with interviews from experts, thought leaders, spiritual teachers, scientists, and those with neural manifestation success stories, you're starting the process of expanding your subconscious in order to see to believe that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, the process begins. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Expanded. Jessica here. We have kind of like a pseudo process episode today. We were noticing so many themes and uncovering when going through our unblocked remedy and our expanded remedy and really fun, interesting manifestation tips that came out of it and manifestations that came out of it. So we have a round table today with Alexis Smart and Grace Abbott, our marketing director, to expand upon Grace's manifestation story. We'll link her first episode of how she manifested her Topanga home. And now you get to hear kind of the updates that have gone on for Grace since that has led her to manifest a European getaway retreat while also working and a lot of unblocking and expansion. You get to hear some inside tips from Alexis on really how stacked these two remedies are and how you can utilize them in tandem with your manifestation process. And also just about how a flower remedy works within the body somatically and how you can really be intuitive with utilizing the two that we have created with Alexis. I know you guys are going to love this episode. There are so many good takeaways, so many life lessons. And you'll hear in the episode how I'm actually navigating my process. It's so funny because I got a ping at the top of the year that said, essentially, I'm going to be jumping timelines of unblocking and expanding and to never get too comfortable in one space. Don't get too attached to one situation because things are going to move really rapidly. And I had this ping at the beginning of the year and I had no idea what it meant or what was going to present from it. And I'm noticing that massive core wound unblocking is coming up and I'm able to face them head on in a way that I really haven't before and take a dedicated look at some of these pieces that have definitely been impacting various things. And that's also leading to a lot of expansion and leaning into joy. That's why part of my new manifestation list is talking about finding adventure and joy in life and leaning into those things. And so it's so cool to see how I've really had these two remedies on lock to utilize this first half of the year and now going into the second half of the year because I've been moving between those two energetics of unblocking and expanding and then needing the support to balance moving between those various periods. So I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this episode. It's kind of one I want to say that I feel like you guys are going to come back to over and over again when you're at different phases because we really touch on so many different parts of the process. And I feel like we touch on in a really tangible way what surrendering feels like, how to surrender, what to do, how to navigate. And Grace also talks a little bit about how she's navigating the current magic dark that she's in. So I think wherever you are at your process, you will identify with something here and love learning about it. 
And if you're interested in purchasing any of the remedies, we have the Unblocked Remedy, which we launched last year. And now, as of this month, we have announced the Expanded Remedy. So you can find the link to purchase those in the show notes as well. And for anyone who is taking the Expanded Remedy, finding expansion, you'll notice that it's a very in-the-flow, in-the-moment, living life. Share your photos with us on Instagram. We'd love to see how you are embodying and taking action in the real world with your expansion. I hope you enjoy. So excited today because we're diving into some manifestation stories that have sparked from the unblocked remedy and the expanded remedy, the flower remedies that we created with Alexis Smart. And today we have TBM's marketing director, Grace Abbott, on to share her very expansive stories on this. And Alexis Smart, welcome, guys. Thank you. Hi. Thanks. We're so excited to be on. So Alexis, just a reminder for anyone out there, how exactly do the remedies work? Because I always suggest them to newbies and they're like, wait, I don't, is it like a tonic? (laughs) Like how, what is it? How does it work? So give us like a little brief description on that too. Okay. They are very different than anything probably most people have experienced because they only treat the emotional, spiritual, mental aspects of ourselves, no physical. So they're not like herbal tinctures. They don't affect your physiology. They are what we call vibrational medicine. So people who are, you know, into homeopathy, acupuncture, qigong, it's in every ancient culture, they understand the concept of energy and healing. And so the flower remedies work by changing your vibration. And the idea is that every living thing has a vibrational frequency, flowers do, and every emotion has a vibrational frequency. So the doctor who invented this, Dr. Bach, discovered that certain flowers had an amazing effect on his patient's emotional states. So he found 38 different flowers and each one corresponds to an emotion like holly is for jealousy, hatred, strong negative emotions. Crab apple is the cleanser. It's great for skin things or feeling dirty. So there's a flower remedy for every human emotion and they, they're all vibrating at a different frequency. So when you take the flower remedy that is a match to your emotional vibration, you uh, have a healing. And so it works by like rather than suppressing negative emotions, suppressing negative symptoms, they work by encouraging positive virtues in, in the spirit where you can overcome negative things. I love that. And this is, I'm even having this kind of like revelation in my mind at in this moment of, you know how they have concepts of like, if a higher vibrating object is around a lower vibrating object, it helps raise the vibration of the lower vibrating object. Yes. It's kind of like that. It's like, it finds the emotions that are stuck going low and it's like, okay, I see that you're there, but I'm going to lift you up a little bit so you can process through essentially that emotion more fully. Exactly. And and that's why to me they work so well with Lacey's philosophy of manifestation because previous to the TBM work, a lot of the manifestation stuff I was hearing about was almost like using the will to create good feelings or thoughts. And I always felt like in a way, it was just by suppression, which I think is never a good thing, suppressing on any level. And so the flower remedies, they do give you the positive feeling. Rather than going through a process to reach the positive, you're just already feeling the positive vibrations. And then your external life starts to reflect that eventually. So you feel it in yourself first, and then your life story starts reflecting that. Or you know, you see changes in your relationships and stuff. And before you guys started formulating Unblocked and then expanded, Unblocked was really birthed out of this idea that Lacey and the team have been using the remedies for so long and using it for different profound effects. And Lacey really wanted a formula that could get to the root of like when you're in the unblocking process, what is going to help more things come up, allow you to feel safe enough for these things to come up, to be able to clarify your blocks, deal with the unworthiness, feel self-love. Before you guys even had those remedies, what were some remedies that you would prescribe to Lacey when she was moving through certain blocks? 
It's a great question. One I use a lot with first timers is wholehearted. One of my formulas that clears old grief, childhood wounds, abandonment stuff. And then from there, we like moved into more, I I think she loves unburden, which is a lot about taking responsibility out of the equation and the feeling of duty. And when you have a lot on your shoulders, which she does. And then Ganesh, which is like the manifesting formula. When we had first talked about recommending my formulas for the TBM community, I would recommend like all of these different specific formulas for various stages of the unblocking process. But then we realized, hey, wait a second, we could create a formula that is so specific to the TBM work that they wouldn't have to take like 10 of my formulas. They could take one, we could make it unblocked. It's like a combo of in love, wholehearted, Ganesh, the unblocked is. It's maybe a combo of like five of my different formulas. So I get asked like, how is it different from Ganesh? How is it different from wholehearted? And like, it's just so different. It's its own thing. And so specific for this work, it's just kind of tailor-made. We tried to do everything in this one formula. I think we did it. (laughs) Yeah. And so what were some of the elements that you incorporated in here? Like what were some of the, without necessarily giving away your proprietary recipe, but like, let's say you put a certain item in, like what does that item help unlock and what does it help do? Because the main themes of the uh, remedy was worthiness, clarity, and optimism. And then it has a bunch of other things under that as well. Yeah. And that was like the broad strokes, like the big picture were those feelings. And, you know, at the core of all of the TBM work and all of our TBM remedies is worthiness and self-love. Because as Lacey says, like it's everything, but of course you need other remedies. And so, like I said, first we, we want to remove grief, trauma, because trauma and shock are, are the biggest blockages to even remedies working or to your life moving. Or So they're always has to be a foundational addressing of removing trauma and shock and grief first before you do anything. So we have a lot of remedies for removing influence of the past. We have remedies for reconnecting to your intuition and your inner knowing, because if you've been kind of knocked off your course in life, one of the things that can happen is you you start to doubt your your intuition. You think, well, that got me into this mess, so I'm not going to listen to that anymore. And really, like, your intuition knows everything. You, you know the right thing for you. So there's intuition remedies. There's worthiness remedies, self-love, confidence, fear of failure. And also a big one is the optimism. So removing that feeling of doubt and discouragement or expectation of failure, which is a big one that we've been taught as like a realistic attitude to be prepared for the worst. But when you do that, it often leads to the worst thing happening. So there's um, the feeling in it is like, no, everything's going to go great and not not even preparing for the worst, preparing for the best, really. I was going to say that's a big one, too, that we see come up as like people kind of mentally preparing or kind of spiraling to worst case scenario. I know I'm definitely guilty of that at various times. And I think the idea behind it is, okay, let me prepare for the worst. So when I get there, it won't be so heavy or hard. But the truth is you're suffering twice because once you get there, it's going to be heavier or hard anyways. And now you just have been suffering through that whole time too. Mm-hmm. That And it's a big one. And like you said, we don't want to feel the pain of disappointment. and It's so terrible. And it does link back to a lot of childhood stuff or so much disappointment comes from, you know, our parents not showing up for us the way they could have. It's just so painful. So yeah, if you know that it's coming, then you don't fall as far. So that unblocked is really like, like I said, it's maybe a combination of of in love, wholehearted, Ganesh. There's creativity in there. There's It's just a magic formula. I have a class of formulas that are good ones to start with that really heal past things. If you've had any major trauma or anything from your childhood, you want to heal and resolve. And so there can be tears or there can be like big revelations. There's remedies in there to help you to learn, which is really interesting because I always thought like I know everything that I can know from within myself. There's there's no more I can learn from within me. It's got to be from external sources. But with Unblocked, you discover that you have this wealth of wisdom 
So it helps you not to repeat past patterns. That's a big one is like, God, I keep repeating. I keep choosing the same person or I keep getting to the same work situation over. Why am I not getting the lesson? So there's remedy in there for wisdom. So you feel really, really smart while you're feeling worthy and positive. So it's just a nice added bonus. It's so interesting because I think about my personal experience with Unblocked and then Grace, I want to get into your experience with it as well. But every time I've taken it, that clarity and tapping into like my intuition and allowing my intuition to show me like, I kind of think this is the block and then it'll like provide deeper clarity around it or it's like very obvious what's kind of been in the way of my path for manifestations. And that intuition piece is always so heightened. That is like probably the most forward thing that comes through when I've taken it. But I'm curious to see like, as I continue to take it at various times when it calls me, is something else in the formula revealed? Like I think everyone kind of gets exactly what they need and has that present the most. Exactly. So cool. So Grace, share a little bit about how you are intuitive with taking the remedy when you need it, like how you've taken it at certain times and had impacts and then you've taken it when you really needed it and had an impact. And then share a little bit about your experience specifically with unblocked and how quickly that started to go from an internal vibrational upgrade to a very physical in real life upgrade. Yeah. So First of all, I really love what Alexis was saying about getting to that point where you feel like, you know, I've done all the work there is to do, or how do I grow from here? And in our manifestation process, you go through so many ebbs and flows of feeling like, okay, I think I've got it figured out. You know, I know what my triggers or my patterns are. I feel like I'm in a good space. And then all of a sudden you're triggered again, or things aren't flowing anymore. And you know, you get cocky in your healing process and you think, oh, I'm so healed. Things are coming. And then all of a sudden there's a stop when things just aren't in flow anymore. And when you don't know what to do, that's always an awesome opportunity to take a remedy. And so for me, I've taken a lot of Alexis's remedies in the past. I've even tried custom ones. And I got the unblocked remedy last year when we launched, but my year was really flowing I tried to take it and it didn't really resonate for me at the time, but it was because I didn't need it then. And this year, when we crossed over into 2022, it felt like all my triggers came up at once and everything that I'd been suppressing, all the relationships I had bad boundaries in, all the emotions that I hadn't expressed to others, they sort of boiled up at once where I just felt all this anxiety and I felt like, flailing in a way of, I don't know where I'm going. And I've spent all my time in these relationships that are codependent. And I've had all these short-term flings with people that aren't really manifesting into anything deeper. And I'm satisfied with my life, but am I making progress? I tried to intellectualize it all, journal, talk to everybody that I knew. I dove into the workshops, but I really also needed the support of a flower remedy, which is when I realized I had a bottle of unblocked under my sink. And so that day I, you know, I went in, I took the unblocked out, I took the four drops under the tongue, and it was like instantly I started feeling a little better. I just felt a little lighter, and all of a sudden I get a call from one of my exes. And this sort of started the domino effect of all these people that I had unresolved issues with coming to the surface for me to have healing conversations with. And one thing that I have been manifesting and thinking a lot about this year is relationship and my relationship with the concept of a relationship. And I've spent hours and hours, you know, going over it with friends. What do I want? Do I want a relationship? And I was even hesitant to say that I wanted one because my personal perception of relationship is that perhaps I'd be trapped and lose my freedom in that. So even though I've been really magnetic in dating, there were a lot of things inside me that needed healing before I could step into a space of being open to something that was more significant. So this healing process that started taking place when I started the remedy was so transformative in all the things that I had kind of shoved under, all the relationships that I'd walked away from and just cut ties with and never thought of again. They were brought forward for some resolution, reflection, perspective. And it's not always good to talk to your exes again, especially if you're in an abusive situation or it was really toxic. 
But for me, I'd been so on the manifestation wagon of done with this, cut it off. I want to clear out and make space that it's like I hadn't even dealt with the emotions associated with my past relationships. And in a way, you know, I wasn't healed, even though I had the wherewithal to cut those people out of my life. I still had feelings associated with those dynamics that were in limbo and emotions that would come up when I finally spoke with those people again. So the first day I talked to one ex and he really called me out on my own tendencies and I cried and I really released some stuff on the phone with him and I felt a lot of love and healing. The next day I had a dream about an ex. He was actually a long-term relationship that I had left when I moved to LA two years ago and it was kind of a traumatic ending. We had been on and off for like six years and I basically ended things, moved to LA and never talked to him again. And he had been such a close person in my life and I pretty much just mentally pushed him out of my experience. And I had this dream about him and I was like, wow, this, this was an important person in my life. I should check in and you know see if he's still with us. And so I sent him a message and I just said, hey, I hope that you're well. I don't know if you want to talk to me, but I just you know, wanted to apologize that things ended so abruptly and I'm sending you a lot of love. And he responded back and was like, it is so weird you messaged because I had a dream about you last night. Wow. Oh. So it was like so crazy kismet. And we jumped on the phone and we ended up talking for like four hours and he's doing really well in his life now. And we were able to have a lot of healing and apologies and just really touch in with each other as humans and, you know, give some love and closure to that situation. And he's like thriving on the other side too. Here you are feeling so sad about the ending of it and feeling bad for him, but it actually like as hard as it was probably for both of you, it was the best that both of you needed too. Totally. Yeah. And that was a really healing element of it because he responded back to me and he said, please don't worry about me. I'm just so happy that you're happy. And part of your magic is that you follow the spontaneity of your own life. And that's so inspiring to me. And that's what I love about you. So how could I not be happy for you? Oh, I know. It's so nice to, to have that perspective. And all this time, you know, I might have been feeling guilty that I just left him out to dry. And he's been loving the things that are so inherently me that I could just go and, and, and be myself and know that the decisions I make are creating the best possible outcome for everybody else too. So that was a really healing moment. And then a couple of days later, another insane thing, I got a message from a guy that I had gone on a date with when I first moved to LA actually asking about to be magnetic. And I had deleted his number and I like hated him and thought he was a total loser because he ghosted me and <laughs> he popped back up to ask about the work and ended up apologizing and telling me why he ghosted me. And turns out he just got in a relationship. So I was able to kindly say, just let me know next time, as most people should do. And so just one thing after another gave me a lot of closure and I think actually cleared the space now for possibly a relationship. So it's interesting to see how you can do the work on your own. You can intellectualize it, have the conversations, do all the DIs, clear all those people out of your life. But sometimes there's even more work to be done. And I think that's why Unblocked was so supportive for me. There's a couple of things I want to point out to people as well is like when you feel like you're healed and you're cleared and you're manifesting and you're at high self-worth. If you have repeated events or patterns popping up again and again, and they're not a hundred percent in alignment with what you want, there's more stuff to look at. There's like deeper levels of what you need to look at. And I think that was coming up for you a lot, Grace, where you would notice patterns of people you were attracting in as partners or similar working styles or friendships or whatever it was. That was like, wow, I've met like three people in the past few months that all have this same pattern. And I think that's a really important time to be like, okay, hold on, wait a second here. I am unconsciously manifesting these things, even though I think I'm, even though I may be in the flow in a lot of other ways in my life. And how can I get in the driver's seat and start to look at those so I can start to move it into a direction that I really am craving? Totally. And even if a volume of things are coming, 
they might not necessarily be the right things. I spent a lot of time feeling so magnetic, especially last year in dating specifically. I was like slammed with experience. It'd be like I was dating one person and then we'd break it off. And the next day I would meet somebody new. And it was just so momentous that I would get excited. Like every time I cut something out, something new would come in. But the thing about that was I was just repeating a pattern over and over again. So it's interesting to see how the universe shows up. It might be through total silence and nothing coming, or it might be through completely pummeling you with situations that are screaming at you to look at something. So it's been interesting to reframe those, not so much as quote unquote magnetism, but as like a real deep lesson that I needed to learn. Yeah, it's so interesting too that like, you know, you would think, okay, a flower remedy for sure could affect you. You get that, like some dreams and some revelations and healing. But it's nuts that it can affect other people you're connected to that, you know, your vibration, you're connected to these people you had relationships with and they were feeling the change. So that's just a great example of how the external world will reflect you when you change your vibration. Totally. And you think about this concept of like cutting other people's energy. And I've seen so many healers and aura people and, you know, waving the Palo Santo around you to cut the energetic ties. And I never really got it. And I was like, this is like kind of bullshit, you know, waving some sage around myself and, and hoping that the ties are cut. But in my DIs during this time, I had this like really clear visual of almost like these hooks inside of me and just like one by one releasing those hooks. And I really felt the effects of those things actually coming to the surface to be dispelled. So it is just so fascinating how the flower remedies can help with that. And I think it's cool that you, when you were really in the flow, you just manifested your Topanga space. You know, when you took the remedy, it wasn't quite the right time for you because you already were in a high state of worthiness and clarity and you weren't ready to go uncover that next block yet. And then when the timing aligned, it was like, okay, great. We're ready to do some work here. And then it really blossomed for you. Right. And for a while earlier this year, I was kind of putting off doing the work. I would have a lot of conversations, especially with you, Jessica, or with Lacey or with other people on the team. And I felt so self-actualized about my problems that it was like I didn't need to look at them because I could talk about them until I was blue in the face and felt like I'd mastered them, even though I hadn't taken any action or done anything to shift. And I think the flower remedy gave me what I needed to catapult myself into doing the work through having the conversations, things coming to the surface, and even turning back to my TBM practice. I think that's really common is like, especially if you have friends who are doing the TBM work, if you guys are just talking about the work all the time, it can feel like, oh, I'm talking about my blocks and my problems and what's going on. So I'm doing it. But there's this whole element of somatic healing, internal healing, healing memories in the brain. That's why that subconscious work, the journaling work, the flower remedy work, all of those feelings need to be dealt with. So as much as you can speak about them, you have to kind of sit with, what does that feel like? What am I needing to process? Like what is stuck in me? What emotions and memories are stuck in me? And what do I need to move through? Because that's when you're going to see such profound change. The insight is like the aha moment. But then once you have the aha moment, it's like, okay, how do I feel this aha moment fully in my own space? Yeah, Jessica, yeah. What you're talking about is like intellectualizing feelings. And I think that's so important to understand is that, like you said, with all of the journaling and the TBM work and somatic therapy and flower remedies, that they're accessing the subconscious where all of that resides. And so, Grace, you're really smart. And, and so, like, you had a very good, accurate understanding of, of, like you said, what your blockages were. But but that's different than feeling free of them, you know. And I just love the notion of being able to have these remedies on hand because, like I said, I didn't need it before. But once I needed it, I really needed it. And I was really glad I didn't need to, like, order it and wait for it. So, I just felt so guided to that, that I love that your remedies can be the solution to a modern medicine cabinet where we are focused on that emotional clearing aspect as well as the physical. 
Exactly. I mean, you can use unblocked. Like there's a lot of stuff in there for getting unstuck and reconnecting to your purpose in life. I mean, I know I know what my career is. I'm doing my work. But even if you know what your work is and you love it, there are times when you feel a little bit like questioning things or stuck or not motivated. And so I'll take unblocked for a week or something, even though it's best to take it for the whole month. But like within a week, I start feeling reconnected to my work and to to life. And so I use them cyclically too. I don't just take it once and then never revisit it. You can use it the way you would any supportive tool that, you know, when you feel it's right. That's really interesting, you using it that way. What are any other ways that you've seen people utilize Unblocked? I think a lot has to do with the self-love and boundaries. And just if you feel like you've strayed from that or you have start to people please or let people take advantage of certain patterns with codependence or losing yourself, you can use the Unblock to kind of get a big dose of, of worthiness. You will have really healthy boundaries and, you know, you won't be fraught with anxiety when you have to stand up for yourself. So if there's ever issues with love or relationships, it's a good one to take. And like I said, kind of confusion about your life path. Even if you know your career, if you're like, I need to move out, that's how I felt. I have to get out of LA. I can't be here, but where to go? So, so for big decisions in life, it's a good one. Or if you were like dating a number of people and you were just like had a kaleidoscopic view where you can't tell who's who's right for me, it would help kind of clarify those things. Or I think getting unstuck anywhere with relationships, career patterns that you're in with yourself, it kind of moves you out of that place and shows you new things. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so, so helpful. And such I can already see so many people and be like, yep, that's where I'm at. Need it. (laughs) Uh So let's move into expanded. This is really about confidence, magnetic in the flow. When we were talking about formulating this one, it was like, okay, what are all the things you feel when you feel expanded? It's like you're not forcing things, you're confident, you're allowing yourself to see a different way of navigating things, gratitude, appreciation, self-acceptance, taking action, surrounded in the magic of life. I feel like when you're expanded, you're like a flower blooming in the sun, like you're just allowing yourself to feel seen and be out there. What are some of the elements of the expanded remedy? Well, like in my mind, you know how I said like the unblocked is like clearing away a lot of past stuff. So I feel like unblocked kind of gets you already and like prepares the soil and you've you've prepared the soil, you've planted the seeds, you're starting to grow. But just like you said, the expanded is like your full bloom. You're all ready to be to to go out in the world and like use all these tools that you've gained and all your wisdom and you're ready to have fun. I mean that's the thing is like when we get into practices, spiritual practices or when we're really into bettering ourselves, which all of anyone who's listening to this is on that path. So I have encountered this a lot in my life where I've gone through a period of transformation through things like TBM or, you know, meditation, diets, whatever we use to heal ourselves. And then there can be a period where like we've made it work. It's like a dutiful work thing, a a discipline and a practice and being hard on ourselves and trying too hard. And then it defeats the whole purpose of why we're doing this work. It's really to connect to joy of living. So that's to me like the expanded is really at the core is like fun and positivity, expansive energy, connecting with others, sharing your gifts and putting yourself out there so that the more you do that, the more you get back. So, you know, if you're hiding yourself, you might miss so many opportunities and connections in life and all the synchronistic events that happen when you're in flow. I mean, I really think that the world kind of conspires to bring you what we call like coincidences and but synchronicities when we're in the right place in life. And so I see this expanded as putting you in that magical, just where you're living in magic. I don't know how else to describe it. Well, it's interesting because I've tried a microdosing protocol Mm. before with psilocybin and that's very in the heart space. It feels exactly like this and it feels like 
the expanded remedy is tapping into that same heart space feeling. You look at the bright side of life. You kind of are like, I want to experience life and be one with the world and nature and all of those things. And you're just kind of like a little more heart opened. And I feel like this is the flower remedy version of the microdose. Very much. I mean, it's exactly what that is. You're totally right. I didn't think about that, but you're totally right. What I wanted to do with this formula is, yeah, you feel amazing and you feel the beauty of life and the the microdosing heart-centered feeling, but also like you could sit around feeling that way, like in your bedroom, but this has remedies to kind of push you into action, not in a scary way, but in a motivating way where you're like, I'm going to go out into the world with this energy and getting out with this energy. And are there any other, like you were saying with the unblocked, that there's sort of a couple different remedies combined in there? Is there any specific ones in Expanded that are similar to other remedies you have out there, like elements of it that may be in the Expanded one? So many. I mean, a little my personal assistant, which is the motivating one, and getting stuff done, things you don't want to do, like starting an exercise program and organizing anything, getting stuff done. There's kind of some wallflowers. There's some beauty stuff. There's some like stress stuff. I mean, I just can't even liken this to any of my formulas. It's it's really its own thing. It's kind of a genius formula. I'm like, why didn't I make this myself before? <laughs> it's got some in love stuff. It's got some, I don't know, there's some sensuality. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I put some sensuality stuff in here so that it heightens. That's probably one of the feelings, Jessica, that you're likening to microdosing. I wanted this remedy to connect you to how good it feels to have a human body. So that could be, like you said, the feeling of connection with nature, loving nature, heightened sexual stuff as a little side effect, connecting in a sensual way. Everything feels good. Food tastes good music sounds good, all of that sensory stuff and harmony and relationships and being like, just getting really into gratitude and just feeling grateful, forgiving. So that's a lot of letting go of the past is really forgiving events that happen, people forgiving yourself because you can't really move on. You can't move forward until you've forgiven. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey, or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child, and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else, such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the Pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D, to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, now back to the episode. Grace, how did Expanded expand you? Because you moved on from a block, you went through all of this, this process and started taking Expanded. And how is that presented for you? Well, I love that it was perfect timing for me. Right after I finished Unblocked, I got the first version of Expanded in the mail to test and I immediately started taking it. And I felt like my life just shifted into fun. 
I've had so many fun beach days, days with friends, magical nights, meeting really interesting people. I was recently just spontaneously invited on a trip to Europe, and now I'm recording this podcast in my Airbnb in Venice. And I just felt like a shift from the heaviness and from the, you know, doing the work and the unblocking and the navel gazing that comes with all of this into the world. At the beginning of my trip, I was in New York City and I just felt so connected to life and the magic that's already here. And just to leave your bubble and experience a new place and see, oh my gosh, I've been looking at the same things over and over again. But what happens when I expand my perspective, I think expanded subconsciously inspired me to take action and do that. So it's been really nice to travel after taking the remedy for about three weeks and really physically put myself into the space of expansion, even beyond the mental and emotional piece of it. And it's so interesting what you said about the beauty and the sensuality piece, you know, music sounding better, food tasting better. Because on my trip in Europe, my friends have all been like, wow, you look so beautiful. And someone even said to me, like, you really come into your beauty and people are Mm. noticing that. And Mm. I was like, wow, I should move to Europe. I look so beautiful here. But if that goes (laughs) along with the components of the remedy, it totally makes sense to me. And being in a place that's full of so much art and beauty and creativity, I feel like I'm able to digest it and be inspired by it in a way that I I hadn't been able to before. I feel like I was very stagnant and insular in my thinking, turning over the same ideas I'd had over and over again, or mindlessly scrolling on Instagram, like looking for inspiration and kind of turning to old creativity instead of expanding my universe to see what's out there that could make me think differently. And I've noticed that I've had a lot more original thinking during this time. New ideas will come to me that I've never thought of before. So it's been a really interesting remedy, totally 360 mind, body, soul, and and bringing a lot of that to the surface and also realizing that there was a huge part of me that was so spontaneous and in my joy and independent especially before, you know, the last two years of being very locked down and at home. It's so easy to get comfortable being at home for so long in your routine. And once I stepped into this other piece of my identity, which was sort of dormant within me, you know, I've been able to access a lot more of my creativity and expansion. So it's been a really magical experience so far. One thing I've noticed from you too, Grace, is like, obviously you're such a hard worker, but you've been very in the flow and trusting like, you know, there's different time zones or whatever it is. And instead of being like, oh, okay, I'll just appease to your time zone or fix that or whatever. You're like, it will all get done. I'm confident in this new structure. Like you're not controlling anything. You're very in the moment, in the flow, all of the things the remedy does. So it's so funny. Right. And I think I have an interesting relationship with work after so many years of being a total workaholic and having anxiety that if I don't sit in front of my Slack all day, you know, someone will ping me and I'll miss something. And years ago, my first job out of college, I had like a very demanding boss where I was really expected to be on for eight hours a day and to sort of become obsessed with my work in a way that became unhealthy, almost like an addiction. And that sort of carried on into my freelance career of like grind, 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 but for what? And I didn't have any particular goal in mind. I was just like working myself into the ground for no reason. And this remedy, I think, has helped me shift out of that mindset in a way of of seeing like, you know, work is to support you having a wonderful lifestyle. And especially if you have the luxury of having a creative job or one where you can make your own schedule. And I know so many of our audience are entrepreneurs or inspiring entrepreneurs. Make sure to take advantage of that and actually curate your life the way you want it to be because we step into a creative career or an entrepreneur path or a freelance position, but then it's almost like we have guilt that we have extra time or freedom. And so we try and fill it with more work when you know, the things are going to get done when they're meant to get done. And I've noticed that so much in my own career of, you know, I might sit in front of the computer the whole day, but the idea doesn't come until it comes. So I might as well be enjoying my life until it does come. And I think that's given me the freedom to release some guilt I've had along those lines. 
And it's cool to see because it you tap into your effectiveness of your skill set when you do that too. Like if you just sit in front of the computer all day with no real clear task in mind versus showing up and delivering in such a powerful way when you do show up or whatever it is, it's like, okay, the effectiveness has increased tenfold because of that process shifting. Completely. And it's even so interesting to have this conversation because I've been in such an expanded space and I've just noticed my life become more magical. But to hear Alexis talk about all the intended effects of the remedy and now to take inventory of all the ways that's been showing up, it has done exactly what it's intended to do. So I really hope that everyone, especially going into summer, takes advantage of this and and steps into the joy of life and makes time for themselves and gets reconnected to the magic and spontaneity of where life might take you and out of the rigidity and planning that also sometimes comes with a manifestation practice of feeling like I have to make my list and step to it or, oh my gosh, I've, I passed this test or I didn't pass the test. There's the framework and the groundwork of the process. And, you know, there's the perspective shift that comes with creating a manifestation practice and, and becoming steeped in this work so that you're seeing results and, and shifting your mindset. But then there's also the part where you're alive and you have to be out there and connected to the magic for those things to come through. I love it. I got totally drawn into Grace's Europe story and just heard the way she was describing it as I was like on a little trip myself. And I was thinking like just how you were saying, yeah, yeah, check, check, check. Like all the boxes were checked for what they uh, expanded was intended to do. You're feeling all that. Because I was hearing things in your story too that I was like, oh, tell them this remedy is also good for that. You know, a lot of us are maybe not shy by nature, not fearful by nature, but the last two years have made a lot of people feel like, uh, now I can leave my house, but I'm kind of scared too. <laughs> or like, I'm scared of traveling, I'm scared of change. And so this would be really good remedy to take for that because it really helps with fears and shyness and feeling kind of hesitant and it gives you a little dose of courage and kind of good for social anxiety as well. So one of the beautifying things is like this remedy helps you to be seen, to feel like you want to be seen isn't just to be like, here I am, but like that you actually feel beautiful and you feel worthy and you feel bright and shining and you want to, to be seen and be out there and sparkle. Yeah, I've totally been feeling that. Yeah, I feel like that's such a cool feeling when you are like, you know what, like, I want to get out there in the world. I am feeling really confident in myself. I'm loving myself. I want to partake in the energy of the world out there and like share what I'm feeling with other people. I think that's like a big embodiment of this remedy too. Yeah. I have another kind of personal question and some other people might be going through this too, but I feel like my process is on like super speed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, I initially started taking on expanded a couple of weeks before the launch and I, it's unblocking. Like I felt really called to the unblocking. So I switched over. I took unblocked for two weeks. So much came up, like really core wound stuff that I hadn't looked at and like we're peeling apart layers through the TBM work and through therapy and feeling really good. And then even this last weekend, I was like, it's time to move back to the expanded remedy, feel into all of that. And it really, really helped. And then now I feel like I'm like, okay, wait, do I need unblocked again? What's your recommendation on, I know we're supposed to take the remedy at least a month through to really get all the effects of it. But as someone who's taken these remedies before, what would your suggestion be if they're, you know, going through a second time? Is it okay to take for a week at a time and then see what you feel like and then switch? Or should you really just commit to one even if you're feeling another one? Like how, how do I navigate that? Well, that's a great question. And it's actually the one that comes up the most. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, how do I know when it's time to switch? How long should I stay on the formula? And so the great thing about flower remedy therapy is that it's kind of intended to help the individual heal themselves and teach them how to be their own therapist and doctor and healer. And so everyone's different. One person might take unblocked they've cleared all that stuff. They're like, I'm ready for expanded. 
And another person might be like, I have a lot of stuff to work through, so much stuff from the past. And they might feel like after one bottle of Unblocked, they're like, I don't feel anything new coming up. I felt a lot of changes. I feel good. They could repeat the remedy. So there's even that possibility, like before I get to toggling between the two, I always say like, never leave a remedy if it's working. If the issues you're taking unblocked for are still there, but just to a lesser degree, then I would continue with unblocked for like maybe two bottles, which is two months worth, and then reassess. If you feel great on it, just let it ride. There's no reason to force yourself to change because we're working on layers. We're healing in layers. And when you heal one layer, eventually another layer comes forward to be healed. So you don't want to rush the process. But then again, like we don't want rigid rules with this. It's very intuitive. So like you might take it for one month and intuitively be so attracted to expanded that there's no reason to force yourself to keep taking unblocked. That said, the flower remedies are cumulative and so that you feel the, the most results starting at week three, day 21, and the bottle lasts one month. So if you were to stop before the third week, it's kind of a hard time to do that because you can't really judge the effects yet. If you have the issues that you took it unlocked because you have those issues it treats, then, then I would finish out the bottle and just hang in there because at week three, you will be like, whoa, I really feel this. But once you're familiar with how flower remedies work, you can be a little more flexible. Like if you've done your course of Unblocked and now you're on Expanded and you feel like, oh, I actually want to go back to Unblocked, it's fine to do that because now you know what both of them feel like. And now it's like the vibration and you know when you need those. These flower remedies always make me think of music metaphors because music is the closest thing I can think of that's like these remedies. Because, you know, if you listen to a certain piece of music, it can really stimulate emotions in you. And it's invisible, it's vibrational, it's like we can't explain music, but it definitely affects our mood. So you know how they say like, jazz musicians will be like, you can't just start improvising and and being like an incredible jazz musician if you don't have the foundations. So I feel like the more familiar you are with these formulas, then you can kind of start playing with them a little bit more. That makes sense. So for anyone listening, if you haven't taken at least one bottle on its full course of this before to really know the full effects, then I wouldn't recommend how I'm using them. <laughs> but if, you, if you're very comfortable with the formula, you know how it impacts you, you can kind of be a bit intuitive. And that makes a lot of sense because I think what I'm also realizing now in the moment is like a core wound block will come up. I'll work through it for, let's say, like a week or so, hyper-focused, maybe two weeks on the unblocked formula. Then I'm feeling that expansion period, and then I'll move on to that. But then another block on a different level or frequency will come through, and then I'm like, okay, back to this one. And then I'm needing like the expansion after. So it's almost like I'm trying to process so many blocks, but I'm having moments of joy and expansion in between to buffer (laughs) moving through all the blocks. That's perfectly expressed too, because that's actually the nature of true healing. We don't heal in a linear way. We'll have big up-leveling of our health, both physically and emotionally. And then we have something from our past come up or physical symptoms or emotional stuff. And a lot of people beat themselves up. Oh, I was doing so well. And now I'm back to one or, you know, get discouraged. But just to tell everybody that is how nature works. It's in cycles. It's not black and white. So Jessica, what you're describing is how we heal. And so the way you were using the remedies is really great for everybody to know this, that flower remedies work the best when they match your vibration and your emotional state. So that's when when someone says, what's the most effective remedy for me? The one, the most effective remedy will be the one that matches your vibration and your emotions. So because you were toggling through, like you were having these rapid growth spurts through each stage of like going from expansion to unblocking and back and forth, you did the right thing by taking the remedies that corresponded with your emotions because your emotions were changing. So you didn't have to do the prescribed whole thing because you knew what you were going through really clearly. And it sounds like the remedies helped you just move through those stages quickly. 
So that is one way to do it. I think also knowing that I've taken unblocked multiple times in the past, so I know what that remedy feels like all the way through. Exactly. So I'm very like familiar with the energetic frequency of that formula. So it's kind of like I knew, okay, I'm needing, I'm needing some support there now. Yeah. You're like a chef who tastes the soup and you're like, mm, needs a little time. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> using your spices. So cool. Well, and it's such a great lesson for healing in general, because I think especially as you're starting the manifestation work, you have so much, you know, healing and uncovering and boundary setting and all the things to do. But then you're taking this long look at some crazy goal you want to accomplish. Like, I'd like to be a CEO at this company. And then sometimes people hyper-focus on the goal instead of looking at how they're feeling right now. And all we have is right now. And that's the biggest lesson in spirituality, meditation, all the things is that when you snap out of the present moment, you lose the present moment. And all you have is the healing that's right in front of you, the, the view that you can see right now, the conversation you're currently having. So that notion of instead of looking at the longer goal, looking at how you're feeling at this very moment is kind of the biggest lesson in manifestation and healing and flower remedies overall. It's so true, Grace, because before I took flower remedies, I just always thought like, once I do this thing, then I'll be happier. You know, once I have this love of my life or once I have this job or acting gig or whatever, or a certain bank balance, then, then I'm going to be happy. I'll allow myself to feel joy. And once I started taking flower remedies, nothing changed in my external life. But suddenly I had all the feelings that I was expecting to feel once I got these rewards. And I learned something that, I mean, it changed my whole life to realize, oh, you could just cut out the middleman of having to, to have all these <laughs> things. I could just feel happy now. Right. And you create those feelings. We so much associate those feelings with a situation, a person, but those feelings are all created within ourselves. And I think something that I tend to do is, you know, outsource my joy to relationship or the next high or the next trip or planning. And it really comes back to surrender in a way of, you know, being exactly where you are and letting life come to you and knowing that you create those feelings within yourself. Somebody last night told me something so interesting about the word surrender, where sometimes we think surrender means to do nothing, but really based on the root of the word, sir and render, it means to melt into something higher. And I loved that like oh. reframe of the word. Wow. I just got chills. I just got chills I all know. over my body. I love it. So incredible. My friend Katie who is my spontaneous roommate in Venice, told me that last night. And I was like, wow, that is such an important part of this process. What does it mean just to melt into something higher and stop thinking that surrender means, you know, flat on your back doing nothing? Yeah, it's not a passive state. You know, this is such a good point because we get this question a lot. Like, how do I surrender? Like, how do you lean into surrender? And this is kind of the most clear sort of protocol to it. When you're manifesting and you're writing your list, you're setting your intention. You're setting the navigation in the direction you want to go. It's out there in the world. Allow the tests and the triggers and the emotional blocks. They'll present to you. They'll show you how to navigate there. And now your job is to just sit into the present moment. Your job is to see what's coming up, what triggers are coming up, what tests are coming up, what am I feeling, what pings am I being led to take action on, and deal with that stuff that's happening now without thinking about that goal that's in the distance because you're being led to that goal naturally if you deal with what's coming up in the present. And that surrender is, okay, how can I lean into this exact moment? Because I know I trust it's guiding me ultimately to that spot I want to get to. So how do I lean into the right now of it and leaning to the joy of it right now? You know, how do I find those moments of joy and not, like you said, Grace, outsourcing them to when the manifestation comes, allowing the window of joy to open now. Right. And we hear so many stories of once everybody has everything they ever wanted, the million dollars, the job, they're not happy anyways. We can get there right now if we're just really melting into the moment. And I think to tie it all back to my own process throughout taking these remedies, which interesting is now I really feel like I'm in a magic dark. 
you know, in terms of relationship, you know, nothing else is coming through. It's not like I've received any deeper clarity about my life purpose, but I feel confident in the surrender to this moment. And that, you know, if I keep flowing with life, with this new openness that I have, the right things are going to keep popping up and guide me ultimately to whatever the right manifestation is. I don't have to be forcing so much. And that was such a huge focus for the remedy is how do we stop forcing and start flowing? Yes, yes. And it's so interesting, too, because you've had so many active, I guess call them tests, but like potential suitors in your path, like so like the volume has just been so loud of people that are interested in wanting to go on dates and blah, blah, blah. So even having a couple weeks of no one new coming through, you're probably like, wait a second, what's going on here? Totally. But it's exactly giving you what you need to just enjoy you enjoy the moment of you. Yeah. And I've learned so many lessons about connection. There are people that I've connected with here and there. And then I've tried to grasp so hard at like keeping in touch with this person and who texted last? Is it my turn to say something when I really don't even have anything to say? And the thing is, people are more interested in you when you're interested in your own life and when you're enjoying your own life. You know, I've gotten so many more people inspired or reaching out to me or people that I had crushes on that never manifested into anything. Now, wondering about my trip or thinking some piece of art I saw was really cool. I'm giving people an invitation to come into my world instead of trying to jump into somebody else's world. And I think that's the biggest shift for me is how do I enjoy all that I have to experience rather than waiting for someone else to give that to me. What a magical episode. This has been so (laughs) inspiring talking to both of you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. So lovely to hear all these stories. Yeah, I'm so grateful. And I can't wait to hear about what everybody else thinks of the remedy and what adventures they go on. Yeah. And if you guys get expanded and start taking it and are having those in the flow, in life moments, tag us on Instagram and share your expanded moments with us. We'd love to see them and help expand other people as well. Yes. Thank you. And thank you, Alexis, for being such a and bringing your incredible gifts to the world with these remedies. It's just so powerful and healing so many people. And I just really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, guys. I mean, thank you for receiving them. It's that's really important to me as well. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, and it is also the end of the month already. I cannot believe how quickly April has completely flown by. So for this month's five-star review winner, we have Hope and Art. Hope and Art writes, celebrating one year of a Pathway membership. First of all, congratulations on completing your first year in the Pathway because it is no easy feat to look at all of your shit in this process, but so much magic on the other side. Hope and Art writes, Expanded podcasts and 2B Magnetics Pathway have radically improved my quality of life. In one year, I've multiplied my self-worth, gained enough confidence to launch my own business, successfully asked for a raise at my bridge job, started EMDR with my therapist, befriended my shadow, nurtured my inner child, said no to dangling carrots, said yes to my magnetic partner, had an ease-filled romantic wedding weekend, and the luxurious honeymoon of my dreams. If not for Lacey Jessica and the TBM team, I would be still spiraling in circles at talk therapy and wondering what to do with my life. Jessica's a fantastic interviewer, and the guests on this podcast are some of my biggest expanders. Thank you, TBM team. I love this review because it really shows you how much that you can accomplish even within your first year in the pathway. It can be really daunting to commit to this work and start to unpack all of those layers, but there is so much beauty to be found on the other side of it. And this person is such a testament to it. It's so important to go back and look at how far you've come 
that's why check-in points are so important. We do the check-in at the end of the year with you guys to really set our intention for the year ahead and check in with what we've accomplished in that past year. Whenever your annual anniversary with the TBM pathway comes up, check in and see, okay, in this past year with the pathway, like how much have I doubled down on the work and what, what is really transformed? What did I call in then and how much has come through? And, you know, what kind of person have I become in that time? And even just knowing like, it's already April of 2022. Who is the person that entered January this new year and who am I becoming now? I think it's really powerful to see in little bursts of time how much we're really growing and give ourselves acknowledgement and grace and celebrating those joyful moments. One other little thing I want to add in here, which might be helpful for other people to spot their own shadow, but when I first read this review, I wasn't going to keep in the Jessica is a great interviewer line because I was like, oh, no one wants to hear that. That's a sweet note for me and I take it, but like, I don't have to read that in the episode. And that was my shadow wanting to hide and not celebrate getting a compliment and was thinking how other people might feel if I got a compliment, which is so crazy. So Thank you, reviewer, for leaving this because now I have my own shadow work to unpack of publicly receiving a compliment. It's so beautiful to see no matter how much work we do, there's always little tiny ways the universe can be like, hey, you can step into your worth more here, here, and here. And it only gets better as we go along. So wishing you guys a beautiful weekend and we will see you next week.